welcome back to the Outspeed Podcast. It's your host, Katie Zaccardi. On today's episode, I want to talk about how to show up on social media without being fake AF. So I know that this is something that a lot of my clients struggle with, a lot of people in my audience struggle with, and it's this idea that on social media, in order to make it, you have to sort of modulate your personality or you have to be fake in some way or that people who grow on social media are all really conceited and they're all fake and like nothing is real. And I kind of want to like bust the myth and help you guys to feel more confident showing up online as your true authentic selves. So that's what we're going to do in today's episode. So first thing I want to start with is by talking about the belief itself, because I honestly feel like it makes it makes sense, right? Over the last decade or so, as social media has become more and more prominent, especially in the age of Instagram, I kind of like to differentiate it where the age of Instagram was like the last six or seven years, maybe. I have to go back on my, where does that, what year is it even? 2022. So since 2015 on, yeah, that sounds about right. Um, maybe even a little bit earlier. We're in the age of Instagram and now we're shifting into the age of TikTok. Um, st- I would say t- the age of TikTok started like hardcore in 2020. So in the age of Instagram, it definitely was the case that people were more tailored, more curated, f- filters galore, photo editing, People were fake. They were obviously only showing you the highlight reel and the accounts that really grew were the accounts that were much more polished and put together. We also had like the rise and the of popularity of the Kardashians. And, you know, obviously that didn't happen recently, but it sort of just coincided with this idea of like being fake. And, you know, there, there was a lot of really showing your best side, your best angle, being, as I said, polished, and to a lot of people, being fake. I feel like as we've transitioned to the age of TikTok, that is becoming increasingly less and less the case, though, in terms of what people wanted to see. Because the reality is that, you know, you can say what you want to say about being fake equals bad on social media, but part of the reason why it happened, too, is because people gravitated towards that to some extent. Whereas now especially after the pandemic, especially on the TikTok platform, people are much more gravitating towards realness and authenticity and not being fake. Now, it's not to say that that doesn't exist on other platforms like Instagram or that it never existed in social media at all. It's just to say that I think that right now we are finally moving into a direction where that realness realness is truly being rewarded in a way that it maybe wasn't before. And it even comes down, like, I feel like right now I'm, I can't really tell if I'm kind of putting a moral good or bad on either one of them. (laughs) I feel like I'm staying rather neutral, but I think it's because it can be somewhat neutral. And I use the word fake, and the word fake definitely has a negative connotation, but even from a neutral perspective, if you are a musician and you were really in the age of Instagram, pretty photos and like photos from your photo shoots and you know content from stuff that was a little bit more curated and and artsy and like visually pleasing and all of that stuff used to matter more to people and used to matter more on the Instagram platform again just because of the platform itself and how I feel we consumed media you know back before the last two years and back before people started really migrating more to TikTok. Whereas now, 
if you're starting on socials or if you're trying to grow on socials now, considering the TikTok landscape and the way things have changed, people are not wanting to see that prim and proper, more distant uh, self, right? Now, obviously, there is like the bridge that brought us between these two ages and the influencers showing their lives and musicians and, and coaches and people in general showing their lives and creating personal relationships with people on Instagram happen. So like, it's not to say that it was like musicians equals all distance and professional photos. And now musicians equals spill your darkest secrets on the internet. That's not what I'm saying. Um, there's obviously a bridge, but it, it, I do feel like sometimes people kind of categorize it as all or nothing. And they think like either I have to be so open with people or I have to be like so far removed. That was a little bit of a tangent. Where I was going with this, though, is that, again, people would gravitate more towards one thing where now people are certainly gravitating towards consumers are gravitating towards that realness, that showing up with no makeup and just saying what you want to say and like really, really letting your personality show. So now that we've just kind of established that, let's just like a little rant on where I think society is at right now and and why as consumers and all of that to say I think there is validity to why people feel like they have to be fake or why they feel like people online are fake because certainly in the past it has proven to be the case and even now and even on TikTok there are definitely people out there who are content creators who probably are a little bit fake we can't necessarily avoid that but that doesn't mean that it has to be you. It doesn't mean that you have to be fake and it doesn't mean that being fake is the only way to be successful. So the biggest takeaway I want you to have from this episode is that you get to decide what your reality is. You get to decide what is true for you. And if you believe that being fake is the only route to success or that, you know, maybe you're afraid of being successful because you don't want to be fake or end up fake or be perceived as fake by people because you perceive other people who are successful on social media as fake. So biggest thing for me to give to you right now is to examine your relationship with this word and what you believe to be true of people on social media. So I'm going to give you this exercise to do. You just whip out a notebook and I want you to literally just write out when I think of people who have grown a big following on social media or on TikTok, I think that they are dot, dot, dot. And just free write for like a page, a couple pages, like maybe like five minutes, just see what flows through to you and be radically honest. Okay, nobody's looking at this, not even me, literally just for your eyes to help you get clear on how you genuinely think of people who are successful on social media. And this is going to be really telling because you might go one way where you're like, I think they're amazing. I think it's so incredible, whatever. You might go another way. It's complete opposite. That's like, I think they're all fake and sellouts and blah, blah, blah. You might be somewhere in the middle, right? But we just want to examine where you're at. And the second thing I want you to write is when I think of the word fake, I think of dot, 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 fill in the blank and free write and start to examine where what's coming up for you around these two ideas, around these two prompts 
and how that might be impacting how you're showing up on social media. Because as I said, if you are afraid of being fake, if you are afraid of being perceived as fake or you truly believe that the only way to be successful is by being fake, then you're most likely sabotaging how you show up on social media. And we don't want that. Heck no. (laughs) Heck no. So first part is do some inner work. I want you to, like I said, journal and see what comes up. Maybe do a meditation or a walk to kind of allow whatever else is coming through to come through. Again, remembering that what you believe to be true will be true. So if you believe that you can only grow on social media by being fake, then of course you're probably going to see proof for that both on social media and even in your own results. If you show up trying to be real, but you don't believe that that's going to actually do well, you'll probably be putting that kind of energy into the video and it's not going to be your best work, right? Or maybe you don't even show up at all. Maybe you just stop yourself from actually posting because you just don't believe it's possible for you. Now, I can't just change your mind. I can't snap my fingers and just tell you, hey, guess what? You actually don't have to be fake. You don't have to be fake to grow. You know, people don't want to see fake people. It has to actually be true to you. Now, I I can make a compelling argument. As I talked about last week, we're in the age of personal brand. As I talked about in the beginning of this episode, things are shifting. So I feel really strongly that people are not looking for fakeness anymore. Instead, they are gravitating towards that realness. They are gravitating towards personality, authenticity. They're gravitating towards people who show up and they don't fake it till they make it. They don't hide things. They're they're not trying to be too polished, but instead they're just being themselves. I really believe that. And hopefully last week's episode has started to shift your mindset in that direction as well. And like I was saying at the beginning of this episode, maybe it has you thinking about the changes that people are consuming and what they're looking for on social media. That's why this mindset work is so important. And that's why I wanted to start the episode with it. Because again, at the end of the day, If you have a really, you know, strong belief one way or another, that's probably going to impact how you show up. So start to examine that belief. And after you do that, and after you start to work with the two prompts that I gave you, I also encourage you to then do another journal exercise that answers the question, how do I want to be perceived and show up on social media? So like, how do you want to show up? Like, what qualities do you want to bring to the table? How do you want people to feel? How do you want people to perceive you? Now, we can't always control how people perceive us, but we can definitely do our part to, if we want to make people laugh on the platform, we can do our best to do that, right? If we want to make people feel good or or feel like they think of you in a way where it's like, oh yeah, that's that really, really funny musician who always has such hilarious content or oh yeah, that's that really amazing musician who's always inspiring me to, you know, go after my dreams or whatever it is, right? Think about how you want to show up and think about how you want people to think of you. How do you want to be remembered? These are the things that we're going to embody now. So when it comes to the strategy, it's it's kind of funny because what I want to say is like, oh, how to not be fake? Don't be fake. <laughs> be yourself. Again, easier said than done. Do that mindset work. I spent 10 minutes talking about it for a reason. But when it does come to the strategy, part of the strategy that I think is really valuable here 
there's not like a strategy to not be fake. Because again, it is kind of simple. How to not be fake? Well, just be yourself. But that's sometimes easier said than done. Because of mindset blocks and just because of how musicians are kind of like used to be operating or how they think they should operate. And even sometimes fears of like being too open where it's like, well, I don't want to be fake, but I also don't want to like, you know, put my whole life on the internet. So like, where do I find that line? And I totally get that. So here are the top things that I recommend my clients to get clarity on and figure out so that you can get really clear, (laughs) not to be redundant, but so you can get really clear on who you are and what you stand for and what your brand is and be able to use that to show up in a way that's completely authentic to you, that's not fake at all, but also allows you to really harness what you want, the qualities that you have and the message that you have to be able to create content easily, uh, to create content that is consistent and that is on brand for you. So with that being said, these are the top three things you need to get clear on so that you can show up on social media without being fake. The first thing is your artist brand DNA. This is coming next week in a quiz that's going to launch. Drum roll. It's seriously coming this week, I, or next week, I should say. I have been talking about it for months and months and months. And this is what I basically call your artist archetype. It's your overall theme that people will know you for. It's your overall theme, your overall vibe based on how you want to serve, who you want to serve, what your mission is, what songs you write, what you like to talk about, and all of those juicy things. When it comes to personal brand, like we talked about on last week's episode, your personal brand is you. But it can be kind of hard to distill you into like a brand package, right? And that's what makes it hard to be like, well, I'm me and I have all these different facets and even like, you know, different personalities with my different friend groups where like I geek out on theater here and then we're talking about this other thing here and like, you know, how do I like hone that in because I don't want to be chaotic and I want to focus on my music, but I also want to like talk about Bridgerton. Yes, if you've watched Bridgerton, DM me. We have a lot to speak about. That was a steamy season. Anyway, point being If you are feeling a little chaotic right now because you don't know how to distill you into a package, that's totally normal. And one thing I want to say here as well is that you might even be getting like a little ick from me saying, we're going to distill you into a package (laughs) because I know that sounds weird. But you might be like, that's fake. Notice if that's coming up because is it? Is it fake to just clarify your brand? Is it fake to figure out what you want to talk about and what you want to lead with. It's not fake to be strategic, okay? It's not fake to be strategic. It's just smart to be strategic. (laughs) It's not fake. And your energy and your, the attitude that you bring to any situation is what's going to make or break it or make it fake or make it not, of course. But if you're just being insightful and you're just getting clear on who you want to serve and what you want to say, that's not being fake. It's just being smart and strategic so that you can get your music in front of the right people who want to actually hear it. And you can, again, let these facets of your personality and of you show so that you can grow and you can create a relationship with your fans. So let's do a quick reframe there. 
So again, that being said, the first thing you need to get clear on is your artist brand DNA. I am going to leave you hanging. I am going to leave you hanging. This is a tease for next week, okay? Next week, the quiz is coming. We're going to have an episode on it. You're going to be able to take it. You're even going to get mini podcast episodes on each archetype. Like, it's going to be a whole thing. So you're going to have to stay tuned for next week's episode. Make sure you're subscribed to the podcast if you're not already, where we're going to talk about that. The second thing that you need to get clear on is your brand pillars. So once you know your overall archetype, this can help hone it in and focus you in a specific direction in terms of, again, who you are, what you want to talk about, who you serve, that kind of stuff. Um, When keeping in mind as well that none of this is stagnant, like number one key side note of not being fake is like never boxing yourself in or feeling like you have to do something you don't have to do anything you don't have to do trends you don't have to sing about something or talk about something that you don't want to talk about or that you feel like you have to talk about absolutely not you just have to be you right you have to talk about and and sing about and write about what is authentic to you and I, somebody asked me, I want to say on a TikTok or maybe, or maybe, yeah, I was, I think I was on a TikTok live and somebody was like, what do you do if you want to do trends, but it's like in a different genre of music than yours. And I was sort of just asking her more questions about it. And then I kind of just asked her, do you want to do trends? And she's like, no, I said, so don't fucking do trends. <laughs> like, don't do that. If, if you're forcing yourself to do something, that's what's going to come off as fake more than anything else. There will be a million gurus out there telling you, you have to do this, you have to do that, you have to, you know, you you have to post three times a day and you have to be doing trends and you have to be doing seven second videos, and, but then you also have to be doing 10 minute videos because that's a new feature and blah, 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 blah. People will always have something to say and anyone who says you have to do whatever, you don't have to do anything. Even if I say you have to do it, no. I'm using strong language just to like call people out and and you know, allow who, allow the people who this, my message will resonate with resonate. But even for people who majority of the time my message resonates, sometimes it won't. Really, really, really be thoughtful about when you are doing something. Are you doing it or are you taking someone's advice because it feels in alignment or are you doing it because they told you you have to? If you are doing something because you've been told you have to, take a step back Take yourself out of the equation and we need to either look at like what's going on here. Is it out of alignment? Is there maybe just like a mindset block that's holding you back and you do want to do it truly, but you just still don't feel good about it because of, you know, X, Y, Z. We've got to like take you out so that you can get clear on what's really making this not right (laughs) because if you're not in alignment with what you're doing, if it doesn't feel good, if you can't get behind it, if you feel like you're being forced, guess what? that's probably going to be perceived as fake. It's probably going to come across as like, hmm, does this person really want to be here or are they really enjoying what they're doing? I don't know. I'm getting confusing vibes and we don't want to do that. So that was a complete tangent, but it really felt like it was worth going on. (laughs) Can you guys tell that I don't script these episodes? I truly do not. Uh, We just go with the flow here. So artist archetype, you're going to figure that out soon. The quiz is going to be called What's Your Brand DNA? It's coming next week. Stay tuned for that. Very exciting. Second thing is your brand pillars. So your brand pillars, as well as your personal connection points, but I'm just going to focus it in on your brand pillars right now. This is really helpful to figure out 
because it will help you hone in on exactly the main themes or topics that you talk about on your platform. So when I say brand pillars, um, if I'm talking to coaches, I'll say it's like the five things you talk about. So like for me, for instance, it would be like, Branding uh, yourself in the age of social media, growing an organic social media fan base, launching as a musician and scaling your income. So like launching a Patreon and launching coaching programs and selling without being sleazy and mindset. Those would be my top five brand pillars. Those are like the big things that I talk about. And sustainability, we can kind of throw that in there too because I'm all about like sustainably growing a fan base. And I also, as a connection point, I'm into sustainability in general in my life and like shopping sustainably and all that kind of stuff. So when you're a musician, it will probably be something, it'll look a little different because you're not like teaching someone, but it'll probably look something like, I'm trying to give an example. Let's see, I'm going to pull from a client of mine who I recently worked with where I think hers were like navigating the ups and downs of relationships, um, you know, finding finding yourself and like exploring like yourself in your 20s, um, advocating for like mental health and, and living with anxiety. So like those are, I'm just pulling from the specific client and I know I tend to go to like the mental health examples, but those are just a couple examples of like themes. So these are like topics that she'll often write about and will often speak about. If she does trends, she'll do it around these themes. If she's doing doing face to camera talking videos or voiceovers or whatever it is, she'll talk about these topics as it relates to her life and her music and of course her fans. Why is this important in terms of like not showing up fake? Because number one, it allows you to be more than the music while also having boundaries in your life. So again, just going back to that point where you don't have to like give it all away or like, you know, be so overwhelmingly open on social media. If that feels scary to you, you don't have to do it. In fact, really nobody's actually doing that. It might look like that, but rarely are people actually even doing that. So having your brand pillars It's not to say that you can't expand beyond them and that you can never post anything outside of your brand pillars um, or again, that they won't evolve and grow. My brand pillars are constantly evolving and growing, um, but not constantly, like aggressively, but like every year or even every six months, I just take a second and evaluate them based on where I'm at. For you as a musician, it might happen like every time you enter a new album phase or as you're just growing as a person, things might shift and change and some things will become more important to you, some things will become less or just shift in and out of focus. So all that to say they will change. But giving a focus of your brand pillars is going to allow you to be more personable and be able to talk about things that are related to but also go beyond your music and when you can do that and when you can create a connection with people let me tell you my friend that's not fake so the goal here is to show up on social media not in a way that is just to promote your music right you are not creating your account just so you can spam people go listen to my song go listen to my song go listen to my song instead what we want to do is create relationships so with that switch of intention You guys, I hope you're paying attention because there's a lot of like teeny tiny nuggets in here that I'm just like throwing out. Like again, that shift of like, make sure that you're approaching social media from a place of creating relationships. That's huge, right? That alone is going to help you not be fake. And so when we have our brand pillars, it becomes a lot easier to do that and to be able to uh, create relationships with people and have people know you for certain things because you are talking and creating a space to talk about certain things. And it doesn't always have to be so serious. I know I tend to give serious examples regarding like mental health and whatnot. Um, 
it doesn't have to be so serious. It can be fun. It can be funny. It can be party. Like it can be whatever, whatever vibe is, we're going to roll with it. So the last thing is knowing who your ideal fan is. Now we did an episode a few episodes back all about this. So if you're not sure who your ideal fan or your ideal client audience is, go back a few episodes prior and listen to that episode and figure it out. There's a free worksheet and everything because this is so important to to getting clear on who you're talking to. So with that little, little nugget that I dropped where we're not just getting on social media to like throw our music in front of people, but instead we're getting there to create relationships. Well, now the next step is who are you creating relationships with? Like who does your ideal fan look like? And by knowing this, again, in the name of not being fake, it helps us because we can not be showing up salesy or promo-y or sleazy, but instead we can be really, really clear on who we're talking to. Like, I know what my ideal fan looks like. I know what my ideal client looks like in my mind's eye. You know, I know what they their vibe is. I know what they're interested in. I know what they want to talk about. Chances are it's just going to be a reflection of you to some extent. But knowing this helps to not show up in a way that is just serving everyone and then therefore talking to no one so people feel kind of alienated. If you're trying to serve everyone or if you're being super general, people won't feel connected with you. And again, if there's a lack of connection, there can be perceived fakeness or perceived distance. And if that's what we're trying to avoid here, knowing who your ideal fan avatar is or your ideal client avatar is will help with that greatly. So go back to a few episodes back. I talk all about it. There's a couple worksheets. So that is something you can figure out today if you're not yet clear on that. So by knowing these three things about your brand and who you're serving, this will help you to have that clarity on what you want to say, how you want to say it, and who you want to say it to so that you can show up on social media in a way that's in complete alignment to your authentic self and isn't trying to be someone or do something because you feel like you have to. But instead, you know who you are, you know what you want to say, and you know who you want to say it to. And you can do that in your own voice, really bringing your own voice to it so that you are creating the social media content that you want to create in a way that's not fake at all, but instead is really genuine and is really, uh, in my opinion, admirable for doing that and for putting yourself out there in a way that might feel a little scary because you did a big thing. You put yourself up there for a lot of people to see and for a lot of people to, don't forget, resonate with you and relate to you and find you entertaining and and enjoy your music and whatever else comes with that. So I hope this episode was helpful. Let me know how you're feeling about social media and if you feel like you have to be fake or you worry about being fake. And if this episode helped you figure out how you can gain some more clarity or work through some mindset blocks or implement some strategy that you're missing right now so that you can feel like you are more confident showing up on social media, being completely you and not being fake at all. Thank you all for listening to this week's episode. If you found it helpful, please go ahead and share it with someone who you think it might help. And stay tuned for next week because we have a big episode coming and a really big announcement and the launch of the quiz. And I am so excited to get it into your hands. I'll see you all next week. 
Thank you so much for listening to the Out To Be podcast. If you like this episode, be sure to share it with a friend. And if you haven't already, rate and review it on Apple iTunes or wherever you listen to podcasts. That really helps us spread the message and get this podcast out to even more women in music. For more information on coaching services, head to katiezacardi.com. See you next week.